just can't believe I'm yours. I love you, Tracy Danvers. And I will always love you now and forever. I... I love you more, Tracy. Paul, what are you doing in the bushes? What's he doing here? What am I doing here? What are you doing here? Boys. Tracy and I are planning a trip to L.A. to visit some friends of mine. Tracy, what is he talking about? Nothing. Nothing. I, I haven't... Tracy, I thought you felt the same way. I love you, Tracy. And I want to be with you. I loved her first. I love her more. We'll see about that. Tracy... Who do you choose? Choose? What is your heart telling you? My heart. Uh, my heart is, is saying... Come on, Trace. Think of all we have. Think of all we could do. I... I choose... Ugh, I can't... I can't do this. Everything alright in there, Noodle? Fine. Fine, Daddy. Well, what's all the racket at the window, then? Nothing. Nothing, Daddy. Would you just go away? Are those boys causing trouble? Why, I ought to just... Daddy, what are you doing? That's right, you better run. Daddy! Keeping my daughter up, making her all upset. Shame on you both! <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. It's all right, Noodle. I got you. When your world is falling apart And you don't quite know who you are well, maybe that was by design Cause everything is fine yeah, everything is fine It's fine and dandy Good morning, ladies. How are we today? Miserable. All the joy in life is gone. I sighted three people already this morning and Jed is writing two tickets for me to hand out. He can do that. Right. What was I thinking? See, you are still in black, Mrs. Shorter. Color is meaningless. Ladies, really. Tracy will be back soon. In fact, I got a letter from her just the other day. Tracy? Who cares about Tracy? Well, I thought... We all know Tracy will be back. This is her thing. She disappears and then she comes back. Like some sort of millennial Houdini. She's only done that once. Twice. You forget last spring she disappeared for a whole day, and we had to put up roadblocks and send out search parties. Well, you're right there. But if y'all aren't worried about Tracy, then who's all the fuss about? Oh. Oh. Dandy has lost the finest bottom it has ever seen. No more picking up boxes. Or jogging. Or essential oil rubs. Or setting off the smoke machine behind the lumber pile so the fire department shows up to check to make sure everything is all right. And he comes running out of his shop as a truck pulls up. And he rips off his shoes and starts getting in his firefighting gear. The intensity of focus in his eyes. The bead of sweat that falls down his cheek. <laughs> what? I only did it twice. Look, we don't know anything. Wrong. We know both Paul and Jed told Tracy that they love her. We know the next day both Tracy and Paul were gone. And we know that Jed did not say a single word for almost two weeks. The poor boy. How could she break his heart like that? We don't know that she said yes to Paul. What else could she have done? They both left at the same time. It's obvious they left together. It may not be as clear-cut as it seems. My sources tell me that Tracy left that very night, but Paul did not leave until early the next morning. 
Who's your source? A traffic camera in Baker. Huh, just another big government lie. You can't trust traffic cameras. Everyone knows that. They're biased. I fear it is irrefutable evidence. You know the truth is out there. The truth that Paul and Tracy are together in L.A. Wearing sunglasses and driving cars and shopping on Rodeo Drive. Neither one has changed their relationship status on Bookface. I heard Paul was inducted into a secret order of ninjas. Isn't that the plot of Batman? There's also a rumor about Paul and aliens. But who would be gullible enough to believe that? I heard on the History Channel that aliens might be using essential oils to season humans. Just let that sink in for a minute. Well, I heard Paul moved back home and has adopted a bunch of feral cats. Oh, no. He's too young and pretty to turn into an old cat lady. Jeff? Dawn? It's nice to see you around town, Officer Porter. Gotta stay busy. It's great to see you up and around. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. And Kinders already has me writing tickets. It's about time. Gladys's gladiolas are getting out of control. Well, it's nice to see you. Can I help you with anything? Yes, actually. Uh, we hired a new police officer. Excuse me? What? <laughs> really? What is the mayor up to now? We don't need another police officer in town. We'll just see about this. It's a done deal, Mrs. Kinders. And yes, we do. Jed, this is dandy. The only crimes are the ones against fashion. <laughs> that sounds like something Tracy would... Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, the amount of tickets we write would beg to differ. Fine. The gladiolas can stay. It's not that. I, I just... We need more officers on force to guard against burnout. What? Not you, too. Is it contagious? What? No. I just need... I mean, the force could use some more flexibility in scheduling, uh, and we need an eye towards the future. What are you not telling us? That sounds wonderful, Jed. I'm glad you're thinking of your future. I, I, our future. Dandy's future, that is. Well, I figured if I had a... I mean, if Tracy... <clears throat> this could open a lot of opportunities. Oh, Jed. But I need your lady's help. What can we do? Well, the new officer... I just want to make sure she fits in well. She? A lady cop? How unconventional. I could lend her my fluffy pink handcuffs. Right. Well, I was wondering if you ladies wouldn't mind taking her under your wings. Make sure she settles in fine. She doesn't know many people yet, and some friendly faces might help her feel like part of the family. I'm nothing if not friendly. Sure, Jed. We can do that. Well, I best be off. Jed? Yeah? Never mind. Have a great day. How exciting. I bet she's pretty badass. How uncharacteristically progressive of the mayor. And you don't like it. On the contrary, I respect the mayor for her bold initiative. It's about time our police force represented more of the people here. You're just hoping she'll be more talkative than the guys on the force. I would never. Sure. I wonder if she would like any of my embroidered badge holders. Oh. oh, I think I pulled something. Uh, what are you doing? Mrs. Shorter, are you closing up the hardware store tonight? Oh, yes. Bob is at a tool symposium in Baker. They're debuting a new pair of needle-nose pliers. They're two millimeters longer and three ounces lighter. It's going to be a real game-changer. Right. 
I need to get in shape. Is that why you've started this masochistic routine of torturing yourself every evening? It's called jogging. It's good for you. So is a green smoothie. But you won't catch me drinking that swamp slime. Any particular reason you've taken up this pastime? Well... Oh, Chet. Did you get rained on? He's taken up jogging. Ah. Just thought it was time for a change. You know, get healthy, all that jazz. Glad to see you're doing something for yourself. Pretty sure he's doing it for Tracy. I don't... It, really, it's for... Is it really that obvious? <laughs> it doesn't matter, sugar. Have you heard anything from her? No, not recently. I wouldn't worry. You know her and emotions. She needs her space. I know, but but it's been a month. Haven't you tried calling her? She won't pick up, and her mailbox is full of... <laughs> Probably all the messages I left. Did you try tracking her phone? I'd never. That's an invasion of privacy. I. It's turned off. I can tell you this. I know she's talked to her dad. And she's planning on coming back soon. And with a ring on it, no doubt. Ow! What was that for? <laughs> Mrs. Shorter means I'm sure she'll give you a ring soon. Well, uh, I should finish my run. Good night, ladies. Mrs. Shorter, really? Can't you see he's hurting over Tracy? Ow. Sorry. Now, why do we never ogle over that butt? What butt? Where? The one running down the street. I don't see a butt running down the street. Jed. What about Jed? Jed's butt. What about Jed's butt? Why do we never ogle over it like we did Paul's? Ow! Ow! Are you all right there, Mrs. Shorter? Fine, dear. It's just, I used to babysit that butt, and there was one time... I don't want to know. My fellow constituents and dandians, this is Mayor Thompson coming to you from City Hall. Today I want to make an appeal. Please help and do your part. If you like the show, Fine and Dandy, please subscribe wherever you listen to audio shows. Give us a five-star review and share Fine and Dandy with your friends on social media. Thank you. This ad was paid for by Citizens for Better Dandy. Why, hello there. I was wondering if there was any apple pie still left over from last night. I hear it pairs well with a Cabernet. And lucky for us, I brought one. Oh, well, I don't know. I, I wasn't the one who put away the leftovers. Right. Oh, would you like to come in and check? If it's all right with you. Come on, then. How come I never knew you could cook like that? Ah, my little secret. I usually didn't share that with girls until we was past the fifth date. So I just never made it past that point before? Bingo. Well, I'm glad you're sharing now. I don't know what this last month would have been like if we didn't... I miss her too. Well, she'll be back soon. Well, it sounded like the last we talked. She's finally heading back this way. Do you know how far she went? Well, she couldn't go further than the border with Canada. She left her passport here. Ah. Do you know why she left this time? Not for certain, but 
I have my suspicions. The same reason Paul left and Jed has been down in the mouth? Yes. Oh, Jed has started jogging. Well, there are worse hobbies, I suppose. He doesn't laugh anymore, though. Sure he does. Well, just the other day, Bob told a joke about an air compressor and a laser level. <laughs> oh, you had to be there. <laughs> well, Jed laughed then. I'm sure he did. But did you notice how his smile never reaches his eyes anymore? Well, now that you mention it, but what does it mean? It means he's still hurting. Over Tracy? Has she said anything to you about it? Well, not a word. All I know is the boys were over here and there was a lot of yelling on their part and then they left. And, and then she... Yeah, I haven't been able to get anything out of her either. She never was good with her emotions. Takes after her father in that regard. Oh, what do you mean? I am perfectly fine with my emotions. I don't have any. Yeah, yeah, tough guy. Mrs. Shorter, Mrs. Tallwood, right on time for your appointment. Shh! Don't say that word! What word? Appointment. We don't want kinders to know we make them. Oh, gotcha. Well, Mrs. Kinders isn't here yet. She isn't? That's unusual. We never beat her here. I'm sure she will be here shortly. Why are we still whispering? Hello, ladies. The usual. We're waiting. But we're ready for you with your report. Kinders has more ears than the NSA. I understand. Well, are you two ready for your rendezvous? Doesn't that sound salacious? We're waiting for Kinders to get here. Well, you ladies can have a seat while you wait. Ashley, can you water the plants in the window? Sure. I don't understand. She always beats us here. Oh, no. Maybe she's just running a bit late today. Uh Uh-oh. No, no. Kinders never runs late. Nor is she early. She arrives precisely when she means to. Probably not today. Ashley, what are you talking about? Come look. Kinders has been pulled over. What? It can't be. That's her car. Like Jed would be that stupid. Not if he wants to live a long and happy life and ever have children. That's not Jed. What do you mean? That cop has a ponytail. Jed may be a jogger, but he doesn't have a man bun. Maybe it's one of the younger guys on the force? Aren't all the guys on the force taller than their cars, though? All of them except Gary. But Gary doesn't have red hair. It's more of a comb-over, actually. Uh Uh-oh, look over there. Jed's coming. Wow, I guess all that jogging is really paid off. Didn't know he could move that fast. Wait, he's stopping. Uh, why isn't he running all the way up to Condor's car? (gasps) He's looking right at us. He's seen us! Why is he coming over here? Quick, act natural. Jed. I'm dead. Did you run too fast? Do you need a drink of water? If you feel faint, put your head between your knees. No, it's not that. I know. We, We saw. That's Mrs. Condor's car, isn't it? Yes. 
he's one of the Baker officers coming for you today? No. Well, Larry and Gary would not be stupid enough to pull over kinders. True. It's a police impersonator. Go arrest them, Jed. It's not an imposter. Then who could it be? Jed Porter? You better go fix this right now. Mrs. Condas. Lord, protect us poor wretched sinners. Shield us from your wrath. Don't worry, Mrs. Kinders. I'll take care of this and make sure nothing like this ever happens again. You do, or else. I, I, uh, I should be going then. Bye. Are forehead veins supposed to pulse like that? Hush. Why don't you come sit down for a moment, Mrs. Kinders? Put your feet up. This was all her fault. Who? Tracy. Tracy is the imposter cop? Tracy isn't even in town. It doesn't matter where she is. This is all her fault. Are you sure you're okay, Mrs. Kinders? I will be as soon as I give Tracy a piece of my mind. Now, now, let's settle down and you tell us what happened. Ever since Tracy left. Enough about Tracy. You and I both know this has nothing to do with her. I beg to differ. Fine but I want it noted in all strongest possible terms that Tracy has nothing to do with this. I have a multicolor pen. I can bold, italicize, underline, and star all in 12 different colors. Are you taking official minutes? For evidence later against the imposter. Will it ever end? As I was saying, it all started when Tracy left. I must be away. No. I love you, my dearest. So I must go away. For when a man falls in love with me, I will eternally run away from him. It is a curse my wicked mother placed on me. Then I will follow you. You can't. If you follow, then I will run further. But if I break your heart now by leaving, one day I shall be able to return when you stop loving me. I will never stop loving you. Then I shall never return. Hold it. Where is Paul? He's not important to this story. Now, suffering from a broken heart, Jed decides. Life is not worth living without my love. Work is meaningless. We must hire a new police officer so that I can wallow in my grief over my lost love. And the mayor gives in to this disgraceful display of weakness. Is that fair to Jed? It's only the truth. Anyway, this morning, I was driving as I normally do on my way to the beauty. The sun was bright, birds were singing, and I was just minding my own business when suddenly... Old hag, do you know why I pulled you over? Oh, now we get to the mystery cop. Of course, I try to explain who I am and that a big misunderstanding has transpired. But all the cop would say is... I don't care who you are, you withered old woman. I'm the new sheriff in town, and I'm here to clean up this place, one miscreant at a time, and I'm starting with you. Oh no! Are you off to the slammer? I highly doubt this cop said anything of the sort. Oh, did you find out who she was? Of course I did. It was... And when they ask you who it was that took you down, you tell them it was Officer Briggs. Cat Briggs. I make the rules now. (laughs) Who's Officer Briggs? You mean it was the new lady cop that pulled you over? Yes. Well, we know how to take care of this. We shun her and never, ever speak to her. Ever. No. I call my cousin Finny, and he makes her disappear. I'm sure it was not that bad. 
Mrs. Conders, respectfully. You must have done something to get that ticket. Some silly hogwash about failing to yield at Plum and 3rd Street. But there are never any cars at Plum and 3rd Street. Exactly. The injustice of it all. We shall rise and we shall fight to save our republic. Ladies, let's not blow the situation out of proportion. It's just a traffic citation. Daddy, I'm home. Daddy, you here? Tracy Doodle, you're back. Hi, Daddy. Hey, look who's back. Dawn. Tracy, darling, you're home. What are you doing here? I was just visiting your father. We've been keeping each other company since you left. Well, it's good you're both here, because, uh... I I just wanted to say I'm sorry about leaving. That's okay, as long as you come back. We understand, dear. You need your space at times. And you would think a small town out in the middle of nowhere would be a perfect place to find space, but... uh, It can be quite suffocating at times. Exactly. (laughs) Well, you're back now, and I'm so happy to see you. (laughs) I missed you too. How's the beauty? It's still there, ready and waiting for you to return. And Ashley? She started doing some of the buzz cuts on the boys, and she's getting quite good at it. Ooh, I better watch out or she'll have my job someday. (laughs) Well, you still have years before that happens. And business is going well? Shorter and Tallwood have standing appointments now. Oh, how does Kinders feel about that? She doesn't know. It's the best-kept secret in town since Farmer Watson's moonshine still. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And, um... And the rest of Main Street? Much the same as it was. Except Bob's selling a new type of needle-nose pliers, and I hear it's gonna be a real game-changer. That's good. (laughs) Sweetie, what happened? They both told me... They loved me, and it was all so sudden, and both of them were there, and I didn't know what to think, or what to say, or how I felt, so I left. That much I had already figured out. Well, while I was gone, I, I had time to think, and... I, I know who my choice is. Good. As long as you're happy, I'm happy. Who'd you pick? You don't mind if I wait to tell you till after I tell him? <laughs> of course not. He should hear it from you first. And with kinders around, you can never be too certain. Whenever I had to talk through things out loud to myself, (laughs) I always made sure I was on the highway with the music up and windows down just to make sure kinders would never be able to hear anything. (laughs) I'm sure you were a sight. Oh, it's so good to have you home. Oh, you must be exhausted. Your bed is all made up and ready for you. I best be off. Let you two catch up. I'll walk you to the door. Good to see you, Tracy. Glad to be home. I'll see you in the morning at the beauty. Bright and early. Uh, it may be uh, bright, but uh, 
I, I doubt it'll be early. I don't ever want to say goodnight, but just stick around. Hi, Mom. I'm back. Well, I had some adventures while I was gone. It was good to get away and let my mind clear. Though I, I don't know if I'll be able to do that again. The longer I was gone, the more I missed this place. Even with all the strange personalities, there's something familiar. Something like home about this town. I, I know you'll never believe this, Mom, but I feel like I could really put down roots here. Especially with the right man. I... <sighs> and I, I finally made up my mind on that. I'll go by first thing tomorrow to see him and tell him. <sighs> Good night, Mom. I, I need sleep. I can never sleep well when I'm on the road. For more shenanigans in Dandy, subscribe wherever you listen to audio shows. Mrs. Kinders would like me to remind you to leave us a review. Tracy wants you to share Fine and Dandy with a friend. Mrs. Shorter wanted me to remind you that there is more content on our Facebook page, Fine and Dandy. Starring Alina Grace as Tracy Danvers. Jed portrayed by Brandon Wetch. Justin D. Clements as Paul. Mrs. Kinders played by Ellen Clements. Mrs. Tallwood by Frances Mitchell, Mrs. Shorter by Gina Dobson. The character of Bob is played by Dave Hobbs, Dawn by Jennifer Hines Pyle, Mr. Danvers played by Tom O'Brien, Ashley by Peyton Julie Hausman, and Matt is played by Minor Stickley. The preacher is portrayed by Chris Corcolo, Cat by Katie Wetch, The Mayor by Pamela Melosovis, and additional characters by Landon Hausman. Today's episode was written by Adam Bova. Additional material by Brianna Capo, Danielle M. Thompson, Elizabeth Young, and Hannah Eden Young. The theme music was created and performed by Chelsea Nettleton. <laughs>